show, Beyonce, there was a commercial with her last night, and we thought it was just like maybe for Verizon or T-Mobile or something, uh, and it was about her um, breaking the internet, and um, that was during the Super Bowl, during one of the ads, and you're just trying to follow along, you know, because everything's happening so fast, and then you realize, wait a minute, she's talking about dropping new music. Yes, absolutely. And she did that very thing. And we'll tell you all about it in just a sec. But I will say, and I don't know what where you were at and what you were thinking about, but I got a heads up. Jamie was telling me before that commercial aired that she might be announcing a residency during the Super Bowl last night. He said there's a lot of talk online about how she's going to announce a residency in Vegas mm. during the Super Bowl, which actually that would have been genius. Oh, so when totally. the, when the, what's that? The sphere, the sphere the rumors oh. were that it was okay. going to be the next big good show. To the sphere. I did not hear that yeah. part of the rumor. So that's good to know because also that would be amazing because she does have, and it's funny that you mentioned that Mike, because now that I think about it, I was listening to a whole conversation about the economics of the sphere And she was one of the names thrown out because it is such a visual medium and her show Mm. is, or I shouldn't say visual medium, a visual platform, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call the sphere venue, that her show is highly electronic. And so that would, you know, and visually electronic, I mean, uh, and so that would lend itself. However, that didn't come to pass. At least it hasn't now. That wasn't the punchline from the rumors and gossip last night when the Verizon spot aired of course we learned that she was dropping the music although you kind of had to do some digging yeah it wasn't really quick uh, apparent i was just like oh this is just how verizon has made their um added more towers or you know you won't the internet won't break you know all these things that she's doing but then i'm like okay what is this new music all right well i guess we'll Go with this. And then I think you found it on her Instagram, right? Yeah, I just heard uh, from across the room, someone yelled. And by that, I mean, it was Jamie. It's on Instagram. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. So I furiously, furiously, I for, uh, quickly went to Instagram and saw that she posted mm-hmm. a little video clip of one of the songs, which then at the tail end announced Act 2, March 29th. Yes, which is coming very soon. I think we have um, a clip of both of the songs she released. One yeah, a couple is 16 highlights. Carriages, and the other one is... What's the Texas other one Hold'em. Texas, Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. Texas Hold'em will be the first one, yeah. which makes obvious here when you hear it. So just a couple little tidbits, a little yeah, tasty just tidbits. Yeah, throw together over the weekend. No big deal. Well, she's obviously... <laughs> this is actually... You know, we should talk about this. So this is, I think... Uh, part two of a three-parter, right? Mm-hmm. So Renaissance being part one. Right. And this was all, you know, hatched essentially during COVID, during lockdown. So I yeah. think um, it'll be, it. I, this is the thing I love about Beyonce is it, there's a narrative attached to it. It's not just like, I'm going to dump some music. Yeah. And while people, you know, Taylor's also really good at this, right? I hesitate to bring in Taylor into the conversation to compare because you don't have to compare anything to to Beyonce. But it is similar in the sense that they both understand the power of a story and the fact that she has connected, you know, uh, Renaissance and now this album and then whatever follows that with a story. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know. It just makes me that much more excited about it because it means there was some real thought 
and intention and for those of us who love story. You know, yeah, definitely. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, and, you know, I feel like she, you know, being from Texas, she earns her spot as an artist that can, you know, pull off country music. She's been surrounded by it her whole life, I'm sure. So, um, you know, and she's done some country songs in the past, so it's not the first time uh, that she's ever dipped her toe into these waters. So uh, I think it's going to be really fun, and then it's going to be, you know, that time of year after the Oscars are over with, and we're kind of like, what do we do now? And then we will obsessively listen to Beyonce. It's also interesting the way she's been announcing these things. This one seems very, I don't know, what mostly people aren't going to probably think about the way an album is announced more Mm. than the album. So assuming the album is the thing that people remember, they don't think much about it. But I just remember the sheer shock and surprise and love that everybody flocked towards Lemonade with when it was first dropped unceremoniously, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I love that there's some intentionality behind that. I also just want to let you know that if you have any gay men in your life, they will be wearing cowboy outfits for the next year. And that is a great thing. It, I don't, I mean, maybe we'll yes. see. Mm, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't know, but I'm just saying like, prepare to see a lot of cowboy hats at pride this year. <laughs> Do you have a cowboy hat? No. You don't? Absolutely not. I left Texas but you for a le- reason. But you lived in Texas? You but don't I, have any boots? Nope. nope. I was not a fan of country music. It it still to this day makes me giggle whenever I hear country music outside of Texas. Because oh. I'm just like, you guys. Oh my gosh, it's like yeah. the most popular music. Oh, I know. Overall, it, it certainly really, is. As far as like, you know, radio terrestrial radio stations go yeah no it has wide appeal i'm not saying that you have to live in texas to enjoy country music but it just uh is not my jam however it's gonna be my jam when beyonce does it Mm -hmm. i'll tell you that and i love old school country so like she's gonna the thing that i know about beyonce is she's gonna tie a story into this there's gonna be some houston in there probably so i'm all for it so you like uh like Old. I was just going to ask you that. I, I was just going to make the statement that there's like a big difference between like George Strait, old country. My, music, I grew up with my dad listening to Porter a lot of Wagner. old, old country music. Yeah, not um, like Rascal Flats or pop country no, music. No, no, you're not into no, that. No, and he would probably be like, line. "That's not country music," yeah, and then start an true. argument, and I'm going to leave the room because I don't care. No, so I yeah, totally know people like that for sure. My yeah. sister started listening to country music. As adults, but never did. Well, I didn't grow up with country music either. We had like, we just listened to the radio, whatever was on the, you know, yeah, in the car. Well, and I think there's like a lot of mainstream pop music is country or comes from country, right? Like, so, I mean, Taylor Swift, right? Like has country roots, Miley Cyrus. Like, so there's some broad crossover appeal. Oh, yeah. And then the real, like the where it gets real fun for me is that how the blues and country, you know, those that crossover there where the blues roots come into country music. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Those are the kind of country sounds that yeah. I like. Didn't Reba McIntyre look great? <laughs> she did. She sounded <laughs> she great too. She sounded amazing. I yeah. felt so secure. People were all emo listening to Reba last night. Oh. And you can't Reba's another one of those national treasures like Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre. I mean Reba Reba crosses all boundaries. I guarantee there are people in like all of the sort of like stereotypical places you would put Americans, I guarantee Reba has a home in all of them. 
meaning like all of the like two dimensional pockets you want to put Americans in, she'll be in every one of them because she can cross all of those genres, just like Dolly Parton can. Because I grew up, you know, going to see drag queens perform Reba McIntyre in places you wouldn't expect Reba McIntyre. So I just think there's a lot of love for her all over in a way that some people might think they have a little bit of possession over her. Right. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all we got today for the Super Bowl. We'll see you next year. I'm kidding. Oh, we're going to go into something else, I see. Um, what do we got coming up next? We have coming up next all the other celebrities that were at. Oh yeah, you were paying attention to the other celebs because I did a Taylor count during the game. Every time she was shown, I marked it down. Oh, and then I noticed you have like a little notepad. This is Uh the most dawn thing ever. I guarantee you (laughs) took like ridiculously specific notes. Yeah. Read me some of your notes when we come back right here. Hey, it's Bradley. Have you been thinking about window treatments for your home, but you've been holding out for a good deal? Well, I have good news. That deal is happening at Little Blind Spot with the Hunter Douglas Style and Savings Event. Now through April 1st, you can get a $75 rebate per shade when you purchase 4 to 10 Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades, Pirouette Window Shadings, Silhouette Window Shadings, or Vignette Modern Roman Shades, including PowerView Automation. Other exclusions and restrictions apply, so ask for details. Hunter Douglas window treatments are a smart investment. Apart from the design improvements, there are many practical benefits. They improve the lifespan of your furniture, the quality of sleep you get at night, and even the amount you pay in energy bills. Every penny you can save counts these days, and so does supporting local. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today or online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Little Blind Spot, we're big on service. Come on, Leanne. I, I'm, we're not friends anymore, though. She oh, blocked me on Twitter. Uh, did you, what did you say to her, Bradley? It was about Brandy Glanville, and oh, she, well, the, the joke did not land. Okay, well, Brandy Glanville's in a heap of trouble now, so karma comes back to Brandy, doesn't it? Okay, let's talk about celebrities that were at the game that you might not have seen. Because oh, at the Super Bowl last night, yes, there were plenty of celebrities yes, there. Yes, there were. Um... Now, we didn't really go over on the show the prop bets that were up about how many times was Taylor shown, will be shown during this time, during this time. Yeah, what were, were our options? Did you have to just guess a number? Um, I think that it had a, I mean, I was just looking at the one that Mike maybe helped with or put up on our social. Was it multiple choice, Mike? Uh, there wasn't one specifically for how many times Taylor uh, oh, I would, my, was shown. So okay. that must have been a different one. I, it, maybe it was a Forbes one I looked at. Yeah. But it's like, will be, she be shown more than four times? Was and she? I didn't think she <laughs> would be. Something tells me. I, what? I counted 13 times from yeah. the time during America the Beautiful. They It was the first time they looked at her yeah. they were swaying back and forth it was so cute yeah and it was like the My. crowd went wild like post <laughs> Malone is singing is this this song and then you show taylor you're swift okay. you're you're taking away from america but maybe it just goes hand in hand but girl two thirds of the people <gasps> watching last night showed up purely uh-huh. i actually i look forward to like somebody breaking those numbers down like what the reader or readership what the readership what the viewership actually was we'll learn pretty quickly oh, but anyway I'm sure yeah it wasn't just taylor there were a lot of other celebrities uh in view yes i counted from post malone until the the in overtime, spoiler alert, the Chiefs won, and then they showed her again. Spoiler alert. So, 
13 times, which, what do we know about okay. the number 13? She loves it. Mike, it's her number. number. Yeah. They showed her 13 times. Mm-hmm. You think that was planned? No. Okay. Anyway, I was shocked. I'm like, Taylor count number nine? Taylor count number, I was floored. I couldn't believe it. Well, here are the celebrities that you didn't see because they showed Taylor so much. Uh, Paul Rudd was there. You did see Jay-Z and Beyonce with their yeah, kids. Saw and they, them. they showed Lady Gaga. Um, and then just quickly though, Brittany Mahomes. One time they showed Brittany Mahomes. This is Patrick Mahomes' wife. And she did she had a bad look on her face. She looked mad. Maybe she was mad because she wasn't in the suite with Taylor Swift. I was trying to figure out what she could be mad about. They were actually doing well at the time. So I'm like, what what's she mad about? I don't know. Sometimes she just has a, a bad look on her face. Um, we also, uh, I noticed that we did not see, we know that Olivia Culpo was there. She is the girlfriend, a celebrity, obviously, but she dates the 49ers, uh, Christian McCaffrey, who was had a really good game. They never went to her. Like, why didn't they show her? Don't you think that's a little weird? I mean, again, nobody I mean, equal with like she's a, she's a singer, she's a star. Yeah, I she's guess dating I dating would... the top, basically the Travis Kelsey of of the Forty ers Yeah, I'm sure she was bummed. <laughs> you think that she didn't get any airtime? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't watch football on a regular basis, so how unusual is it to? Uh, I mean, I feel like it's pretty common to kind of cut to a celebrity if if they see them in the audience. Yeah, I guess so. But maybe it's like, maybe, I, I wonder if Brittany Mahomes is getting kind of jealous of Taylor. I'm making all this up in my mind. Like, she used to be shown all the time, and now she was only shown once during the Super Bowl. Weird. Toby Maguire was there. We have Paul McCartney. We had... Yeah, Paul um, McCartney was in the suite. So I was um, reading about some of the celebs that were there, but the the Paul McCartney one, he was in the suite with wherever Taylor was, right? At least for a moment. I think he just came in to say hi okay. and then yeah. got introduced to Jason, Kelsey, and uh, Taylor's dad, the, I think. I kept just seeing Kel- Jason, Ice Spice, mm-hmm. and Taylor, which also, can we talk about Ice Spice being there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like the whole thing with Matt Healy. I mean, that was kind of brilliant. Uh-huh. Right. Right? Like, because he went after Ice Spice. Very Matt Healy, of course, the guy that she was with before Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that's planned. For sure. That's saying I am distancing myself from him completely because that was so wrong. And her producer was also there. If you notice somebody, I was just trying to figure out who was in that suite. That guy, that's right. USA. That's her longtime producer. Miles Teller was up there for a while. I Lana Del Rey was up there for a while, but then she had a seat right below Taylor. So I guess they rotated people in and out of that. Well, I'm sure it's like, you know, there were people on a list and they got to come in, but they can't have everybody in. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just hoping the camera goes to you at that time. Uh, the Biebers were there, and you never saw them. You just saw them on social media. Yeah. He had his shirt open. I did see a story that said it looked like people who look like Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber are in Vegas. So I think yeah. that was the assumption was that yeah. they were there. Yeah. Well, they were there. There's pictures of them in their seat. She's on her phone, and he's has his shirt wide open. It looked a little weird, I'll just say. Um, he didn't look real put together, but how he oh, hasn't Justin been. Bieber didn't look put together. Yeah, he hasn't looked put Shock. together. Was for he wearing a, long a blanket? Time. Nope, he's just wearing a shirt completely wide open did with you his see, chest tattoos. Did you see Usher arrive 
literally wearing a blanket. Yes. And I'm like, this no, is a somebody... reference. Bieber is going to be a part of the halftime show. He's wearing <laughs> he the blanket like Bieber would. Then you see Bieber's there, and I'm like, he's definitely going to be in the halftime show. He should have been. Yeah. Totally should have been, but obviously I'm sure Bieber was like, I want no part of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mostly because he's not getting paid, and he's well, not. That. Although he did just perform in Toronto. Anyway, I did want to say, too, that I saw that the video of him walking in in the blanket and yeah. somebody said me going from a couch nap to bedtime, <laughs> you know, like, like just yeah. going right I from the couch to the bed. Yeah. I've got this soft blankie that has uh, the sloths all over it that my sister got me uh, with matching socks. And I now carry it around like Linus. Yeah. Yeah. I made fun of at home. Um, do you want to know Gwen Stefani was there with Blake? There are a lot of celebrities there. And Shelton. I mean, it, again, it's not a surprise with the Super Bowl. The fact that it was a Taylor Swift Super Bowl probably created even more desire for celebrities to be there. Plus, it's Vegas. It's Vegas. It's it so wasn't fun Minneapolis in the dead oh, of a 30 below wind chill. That was really bad. Weren't we upset? We're like, don't be this now. People are coming. Yeah, that's never coming back. It's Which like when your grandma. Yeah, no way. Has cookies out. It's fine. fine. All right. When we come back here on the adventures of uh, Bradley and Dawn, commercials were another big highlight of last night's big game. We're going to talk about some of our favorites and some questions we had about some others when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. about you, but I feel like I watched a million commercials last night during the Super Bowl. They were doing five-second commercials that seemed like a lot of a lot of 15-second commercials, um, which we can talk about whether or not you can really get hooked on something in a 15. But um, there were some that were funny. There were some that I loved, some that I hated. What about you? Oh, yeah, there were plenty. I mean, there was plenty to enjoy and plenty to just meh. I will say it wasn't as perhaps memorable as some Super Bowls past, but there were some good commercials. I, I had to do that whole thing for like the first half hour. So I had to like remind myself like game off commercials on pay attention to commercials. We had to be normally, locked. yeah, normally I would just be like, uh, avoid commercials. Yeah. Because in, you know, my waking life, most of the time I'm trying to avoid them, especially because there's probably some drug company that's trying to get me to remember some, cockamamie yeah. drug that i don't even need with yeah. a nice jingle that is correct anyway yes. so the point is yes there were some memorable ones and then some yeah meh 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 any Sometimes, that stuck out to you well um i will say that some of the ones where i was like why i didn't hate them but i'm like this is boring like there was a drug for hot flashes for women okay and it wasn't even like funny or super i don't remember related. that one so that's yeah that would Double down on the fact that it wasn't memorable. What was it for? Or what, the, what was the Viosa? It was Did it a have drug. like a jingle or something. No jingle. It's just like if it, any old drug commercial you've ever seen. That's what it was. Mm. And I'm like, this is you need to do a new ad if you're going to spend this money on a hot flash for women commercial at the Super Bowl. Make it fun. Make do something else besides just throw your old ad up there that you've had forever. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, that's lazy. And I thought that Disney Plus was very lazy. Why was that lazy? Because it was just a white blank screen. And yeah. it was typed out like 
catchphrases from characters, and then it said Disney Plus at the end. I'm like, you spent zero dollars. I will say though, like commercial. when I watched that one, I I mean, I'm not saying it was bad or good, but I did stop to like actually read what it was, and I was like, oh, that's because you were the- exhausted. <laughs> it was five hours in, right? Yeah, it's like the end of the game. You liked it. I mean, I I just I thought, well, you know, that was a different way of instead of just doing like a bunch of clips or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was different at least. Yeah. I just I like just, how that one ended because they must have just made that deal right before the last line yeah. it said was ready for it. Are you ready for it? Referencing Taylor the Swift. The Taylor Swift yeah. uh, musical. Mm-hmm. Musical. The, the concert. Concert <laughs> film that they just paid <laughs> $75 wait, million don't worry about, for. Because there will be a, uh, a musical, I'm sure, at some point. Yeah. So, were there any that you? I okay. So I'm trying liked? to think of the things that I loved. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> what was? I oh I know I actually liked uh, this. I'm not sure what other people felt, but I did like the Duncan's one because Duncan like they I were loved just. It. I loved the silly relationship between Ben Affleck. This sort of like commercial relationship between Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez where she's just like doesn't have time for his stuff yeah, and he's just it. such a schlub uh-huh. and I'm kind of here like, for put it me in your video yeah what I'm not here for is like let's put Tom Brady in everything now yeah he didn't need to be in it like there was a lot of Tom Brady last night but you know good good on him he's making you know yeah he's making bank <laughs> right but I did love the Matt Damon was in it like they just kind of threw everybody in that one and by the way did you know you could now buy those Track suits. Those Dunky Those Duncan tra- yep. track suits went on sale, I think, at like noon today for like 60 some dollars. And Each I guarantee. Piece is 60, so that's I right. The tops and bottoms are yep. 60 a piece, and I guarantee they've sold out. I mean, I don't know. But... I could get so many items on Temu. <laughs> it's Timu Biatch. Don't say? even get me Temu. started. Temu. Um, Temu. That was pretty, pretty, pretty early on. The one that I had lots of questions about. Okay. Are we in a safe space? Are we in a trusted space? Always. Oh, Dawn's not sure. Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Um, Jesus? Jesus had two commercials. Oh, girl, he had more than two commercials. I thought it it generated more than twice. Jesus was there all night. He gets us. Uh, He is real popular. I was like, man, somebody from 2,000 years ago you know, at the Super Bowl. No, like my reaction was, does Jesus need advertising? I thought it was for Fiji water because they're washing feet. And I thought, <laughs> is this a bottled water thing? And they're no. making a funny play about Jesus because I was like immediately thought of Jesus. Yeah. I don't think it was a funny play. But I thought, is somebody going this way? Like it's going to be bu- like, it's so clean. You can wash your Jesus washed feet with it. Or something. No, it was Jesus. I know, just Jesus. And so I had That's to understand what the Jesus was about because my <laughs> second thought was, like, look, I love Jesus. I mean, some of my best friends are Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm all about Jesus. I, if Jesus wanted to do his own Super Bowl commercial, that would have been great. Had he shown up during the Super Bowl, my God, that would have got headlines, right? Yeah, and he could have. By all accounts, that'd be a great time to come back. Exactly. Like you think Taylor, he's like, you think Taylor Swift is popular. Watch this. <laughs> but he Mike just goes over to the Allegiant Bowl and just sucks <laughs> everybody out of it. Uh, okay. Well, that got dark. <laughs> I'm just like, he's taking him with him. I'm over here going, 
Jesus needs commercials. That's interesting. I don't feel like Jesus does, but that's fine. It's, you know, people want to do things for Jesus. And then I looked at how much money they spent on Jesus. And I thought, I feel like Jesus would not have said, would have said, guys, okay, you got all this money. I want you to do something with it. Yeah. And I don't need you to tell people about me. I need you. Yeah, that's right. Go on now. No, I just, I think like maybe take that millions of dollars. Remember when Jesus had the. And give it to people who need it. Yeah. Or like do something with, I don't know. Again, I'm not trying to say, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, Remember when there was the whole WWJD, which is what would Jesus do? Jesus would not have a Super Bowl commercial. Well, nobody answered the question. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everybody just asked, and would they forgot Jesus, to give the answer. Because Jesus I think that was the name? problem no. with the, a lot of the world today, is, yeah. is they didn't get the answer. They only got the question. But but I did read about, so like, I was fascinated, and now I'm going to put my jokes aside um, as, you know, uh, as flatly as they fell. I didn't research it, because I just thought, I know Jesus. Uh, but the actual campaign behind the Jesus ads, which, by the way, did you see all the foot memes? Everybody's like, well, apparently Jesus likes feet. Oh, God. Because the first ad was did about... Did anybody say for free? Yeah. Oh, oh, no. It was all over. They did? How do you not... <laughs> have you met the world, Dawn? Of I course. think about that. Everybody... The fetish people were out. Of course they were. <laughs> anyway... I did read about the campaign, and it was started by an organization called the Servant Foundation. And the guy, I think it's the guy behind Papa Murphy's, is like the CEO oh, of that not organization. not that guy. Not Papa John's, honey. Oh, God. Thank <laughs> God. No, I... <laughs> I know, I know where you're going. I forgot. No, I better pizza. It, better Jesus. Yes. Better, better cheese. He's a real wacko. Better cheeses and yeah. better Jesus. Jesus, yes. We love Jesus. I'll take Papa Murphy's Jesus any day of the week over <laughs> Papa John's. Okay. But yeah, they... Wait, Papa Murphy's? Papa Murphy's is behind yeah. this. Jesus no, the ad? guy, the guy, I think it's the former CEO. Let me get the actual information. Uh, a former executive at. At uh, Papa Murphy's. Oh, OK. So he doesn't work for them. anymore. But this is all just to say it was started by uh, the organization that put out these ads was started by the Servant Foundation in 2022. This campaign was started by them, rather. And their goal is to, quote, share the life and love of Jesus and thought provoking new ways, which, again, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to get in the way of people doing what they think uh, they are called to do. But I did just think, like, wouldn't it have been interesting to just have a, a white screen that said, like, we were going to spend all this money on an ad? And instead, we, oh, just, but they did. we just gave it to some people who needed it. Well, maybe they thought they would reach more people by taking them to their website. That's, um, I really like the one with Michael Sarah. Yeah, you, I was going to say you had one you actually <laughs> wanted to talk Michael about. Michael Cerave, uh, Cerave hand cream. And just, that is some good stuff. Why did you like it? I liked it because he can say, the fu- he can say the most normal things, and it's so funny to me. I don't know why. And here is a clip of that. Basically, Michael Sarah, in if you did not see the commercial, Cerave is like a lotion. It's a lotion. It's very, it's great. It's great lotion. Let my cream hydrate you. <laughs> Three essential ceramides. 
I'm Michael Sarah, and human skin is my passion, which is why I developed this. Sarah V. Oh, you didn't know? Oh. Can skin truly be this moisturized? Oh. Yeah. Wow. Let my cream hydrate you. <laughs> Three essential ceramides. Sarah V. Developed with Michael Sarah V. We like? <laughs> so my name is Sarah. And so there's, it's a perfect crossover opportunity. He's pitching it to the it was cute. company. Yeah, that was a cute um, commercial. Did, did, I just let my cream hydrate you. That one is so genius because have you seen that on social media for the last three weeks? No. Like they've this is a, an entire marketing campaign where he was actually joining podcasts talking about the fact that there's this new TikTok trend about putting the V or putting like Sarah or a line there to say that Michael Sarah created Sarah V. And this was a whole TikTok thing for weeks. Oh wow. Nobody knew it was they a Super didn't Bowl. They didn't understand ad. it was a Super Bowl. Not ad. until last night. So it was Great. genius. They were able to utilize all the social media, like just. They're like Beyonce. Exactly. They did a great job. I think from a marketing standpoint, that was the winner last night just because of what it did off of the screen because for weeks leading up. Connected to something yeah. out. I had no idea. That's yeah, it was really good. Thank you for sharing that. Well, there were plenty of ads. Uh, anything else that stuck out to you, Dawn? I loved the one that was like a T-Mobile audition. It had Bradley Cooper and his mom and Laura Dern. Yeah, those two. Though I was like, man, his him mom. and his mom are making bank. And on he looks up at the camera like, oh god. And she's just reading. It. She's like, oh, that's good, Bradley. Yeah, it was cute. It was very cute. And Jason Momoa was in one. Um, they just and then Homes.com. They spent a bunch of money. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They just. Have I was so confused much. by all of those. Honestly, I could not tell you. Like the, you, you, I did know that it was homes.com, but I couldn't tell you, like, I was confused by why Jeff Goldblum is in homes.com. Cause wasn't he apartments it's, for rent? It's all the same company. He did apartment an apartment one too, which I assumed, but I'm like, yeah. like, which it seems like a lot anywhere you want to live. Yeah. It's just, they don't do tents. Mobile homes, That's vans right. down by the river.com. That's right. All right. When we come back, did you know that Nickelodeon had their own Super Bowl broadcast? You you probably saw some highlights from it on the actual Super Bowl telecast, but they had a whole broadcast for kids, uh, which is pretty fascinating. We're going to talk about that. And, um, Don, you're going to tell us about Brittany Mahomes and how she basically left her brother-in-law outside of a VIP or uh, outside of a club. Uh, when she tried to get into VIP, or he tried to get into the VIP. Yeah. Right? All right, when we come back right here. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Um, If you have not made your appointments for your next checkup, I want you to do so right away. It's super easy. In fact, I just pick up the phone, call, make my appointment, and then I know I'm going to get a reminder uh, a day out or a couple days out to let me know, hey, don't forget you got an appointment at this time. In fact, I got my reminder for my appointment this week. And um, that just takes one less thing for me to have to remember. And I guarantee they have appointments at times that will work with your schedule and very much for even this week. So if you'd like to get that in, uh, or I should say off your list immediately, go ahead and call dakotadental.com today. Great family dentists all around, regular checkups, Whatever uh, dental care you and your whole family need, they'll be able to take care of some of the best dentists in the Twin Cities at dakotadental.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Did you 
you know that your kids were watching the Super Bowl on Nickelodeon in the other room? They were getting kind of a different broadcast, which is kind of good, since there was a streaker on the field at one point, a partial streaker, they corrected. There were a couple <laughs> guys that ran out shirtless, and then they got hauled off. That's right. A streaker on the field, partial streaker. Well, then just let us see someone with their shirt off. It's no big deal. You can pan the camera up, people. Anyway... Tell us about Nickelodeon's broadcast. Well, I didn't realize this until I saw like some hints of it because, you know, admittedly, I just sort of tuned in to uh, the game mostly for the commercials and the halftime show. But there were a couple Nickelodeon references at uh, various points, and I thought, well, this is interesting. And they were referencing a Nickelodeon broadcast. Well, then I went and read about it this morning. I thought, well, this is actually kind of a, a brilliant idea. Again, I'm not a huge sports fan. But they actually did some fun things to make a kid-friendly broadcast of the Super Bowl on Nickelodeon. And apparently the people who watched said it was, quote, absolutely electric. And I thought, I actually think I would have had a lot of fun watching that broadcast, even though I'm not a kid. But as somebody who's maybe not, like, the biggest sports fan, (laughs) um, and I don't, you know, understand a lot of about, like, the game of football, and I bet you... A lot of people who tuned in last night don't. And so there were some educational opportunities. And it turned out if you were listening to uh, or if you were watching the Nickelodeon broadcast, they had uh, some help for the kids to understand what was going on, particularly in the form of Dora the Explorer. Do we have that clip, Mike? Let's listen to Dora the Explorer literally talking about the rules of football. <laughs> of a player who is not in possession of the football in order to gain an advantage. Both offensive or defensive players can be called for holding. Say it with us. Players no holding. Players no holding. Players no So they're doing a call in uh-huh. live on the game and then Dora pops up, you know, from the Chiron yeah. And gives the explanation about holding. And I thought, that's genius. Like, I would like the Dora the Explorer <laughs> yeah. version of football. Yeah, totally. And it's smart on their part to involve, because it's Paramount. One of the Paramount properties is Nickelodeon. So it makes sense that it's all together. They're going to work in, like, let's get the kids watching Nickelodeon. Yeah. You know? Well, absolutely. It gets the kids to, you know, it, it brings in a whole new audience and it also allows them to then put in all of their, you know, properties, SpongeBob. Yeah. And, and you did see some of those worked into the, the actual Super Bowl telecasts. And it allows the NFL to get their claws into children at a very young yeah, age. Which, like, yeah. you know, I mean, there are worse things we could, we could try to force on children. You know, cigarettes. Oh, cigarettes. Um, politics. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll be careful. But yeah, so like that to me seemed like a good use of like yeah. propaganda was like, get them young, teach them. But I, you know, again, I think they could have probably done like mm, on another network, maybe entered like E, they could have done like for those of us who aren't big sports fans, <laughs> yeah. you know, it had like Real Housewives <laughs> show up. Yeah. You would just like, like I really like the outfits. Yeah, or just like, let's look who's also in the crowd, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God, Gwen Stefani is there. She has that beautiful ponytail. So it's like all the times that they're taking breaks, medical breaks and, you know, and all of that stuff, which they would really just go to a commercial anyway. But, you know, any of that where, you know, hot flash commercials aren't going to be on Nickelodeon, you could spend time doing stuff like that. I think it's genius. They did have um, some celebrity sightings. Uh, They had... Clamuel L. Jackson, <laughs> Doja oh. Catfish, 
LeBron James and Finn Diesel, <laughs> along with Billy Eilish. I think those, I, if I Oprah remember. Finf- Oprah Finfrey. Finfrey, I like yeah, that. Finf- oh, that's cute. Some uh, really cute, I mean. I, so, the, the game went pretty late. I wonder if any kids were like, I got to stay up and watch the rest of the game on Nickelodeon. Yeah, well, I'm sure they, they wanted to. Their Mom, parents were Dad, ready. I have to stay up. They're like, no, you don't go to bed. Bye. Oh, my God. I think that's really cute. You now, know, you wanted to talk about uh, Brittany Mahomes. Yeah, this wasn't really that cute. I'm oh. wondering if she is seeing all of the stories about how, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, her husband, his brother, hasn't had the best reputation. He's 23 years old. Um, he's made some mistakes, including, uh, well, some sexual assault uh, allegations coming his way. And Brittany Mahomes has been sort of, I would say, supportive in standing by his side and not really paying attention to reports like that. Well, they might be, she might be seeing that. And I think distancing herself from him because there were some social media accounts where um, she was trying to get, he was trying to get into a VIP area and um, she got in and... I am watching it right now. It's on TikTok. And he whispers to the security guard. You can see his lips say, I'm Patrick Mahomes' brother. And the security guard just shakes his head no. And then they pan to Brittany. And she just kind of rolls her eyes and shakes her shoulders. And she's just like shrugs and goes, oh, well, there's nothing I can do about it. And just walks away. She's um, like, I'm in. Bye. The party must go on. Um, so hashtag Brittany Mahomes uh, was trending because of that little clip right there. Uh, you've got to feel kind of weird whenever cameras are on you all the time, wherever you go. Especially uh, in Las Vegas, they were probably following them everywhere. Another tidbit was that he was also seen talking to Kayla Nicole. Who's that? Kayla Nicole is Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend. Oh. Now, he couldn't get into the club, so he was uh, outside of Aria's Limit Lounge... TMZ took some photos of him talking to her. Mm. Now, you know. I don't know. What, do they have a relationship or something? Um, I'm not saying they have a relationship, but. I mean, like they're friends or. They're, I guess so, because they were maybe in the same circles for a while because Travis Kelsey dated her. But she's been vocal about being Travis's ex. And I don't think Travis necessarily likes that. So for him to be seen with her and talking to her like she should have given or he should have given uh Kayla Nicole the Brittany Mahomes treatment like what she just did to him he should have been like I can't talk to you and walked away just cuz not only do you have a bad reputation but now you're going to be talking to Travis Kelsey's ex mm-hmm. I don't know maybe if that's he's like a good I don't idea. give a rats behind he's my like, yeah, I'm a bad boy I'm persona Here non grata now yes um so anyway, that was the latest that happened with Brittany Mahomes. And it, it's just. It's I don't really, know what to make of her because I don't pay attention other than I can tell you the world seems to like not like her very much, or at least that's what the headlines would like you to believe. Yeah. But I don't know, you know, what's justified or valid or whatever. Um, I don't have a strong opinion about her is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I him, think the only thing I've heard is, you know, obviously the, not good. Yeah, the only reason why I have is just because I lived in Missouri. So Chiefs, I'm I, you know, my sisters are Chiefs fans, and there was always talk about Brittany Mahomes, and people aren't really very warm to her. She doesn't come off off to the public as a very 
I don't know what they want her to be. Yeah. I mean, she's just living her life, not tipping people and being rude to security. And <laughs> Well, that wouldn't be <laughs> she's good. She's kind of demanding. It, there's always stories everywhere they travel of her, like, kind of being rude to staff and, like, going, hey, where do we go? Like, not going, you know, she's caught on camera doing things like that a lot, sort mm. of just... I don't know what you would call it, you know, maybe just not really being overly nice to people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. be nice. But there's so many celebrities like that, you know? I mean, she's just up there with the rest of them, I guess. When we come back on The Adventures of Bradley and Don, we're going to talk about Usher. We haven't had a chance to talk about the halftime show, which I think truly was probably the most watched part of last night, or at least one of the most part watched parts of the Super Bowl. So... What we thought of Usher, and also, did he low-key get married? We'll tell you about that story as well when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1.